0: Welcome to Collis Krill's On The Sofa podcast.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Sandra Lawrence from Collis Krill Compliance Limited and today joining me is Lynn Ritchie who is of Council at Collis Krill. Following on from a really successful webinar that we delivered last week on top tips for preparing for a regulatory visit, we thought we'd record a short podcast um, to reach a wider audience.
0: Hello, good morning. Sandra. It's probably a good idea if you just kick off by explaining the types of visits that licensees may expect from the
1: Commission. Great idea, and that feels like a really good place to start. Um, What I'll just briefly say is that at a speech in October 2020, Director General William Mason of the GFSC noted that they had reviewed the PRISM system in the wake of covid and that from January 2021, licensees would see more focused visits, which would be focused around governance, business model and strategy, operational risk and conduct, and more focused thematics. So I think it's quite helpful to, to note the way that the Commission are, um, are, are sort of changing their, their visits. So. Can we still expect to see
0: PRISM visits, do you think, Sandra? Yes,
1: I think we will see PRISM visits, but they won't be as as expansive. So historically, they would Mm. look at, for example, credit risk, market risk, liquidity risk. That's not to say that those have fallen away. But I think initially, full risk assessments or whatever the type of visit, um, it will be a little bit more focused to those themes And and I think from the Commission's point of view, that's just allowing them to look at the riskiest areas with their licensees and focus their own attention and indeed resources Mm. on on the, the firms that need it the most. Absolutely. And then you mentioned thematics.
0: Have you got a feel for what sort of thematics we might just, uh, expect to see in 2020?
1: Yeah, so we know already that the thematics planned for this year, 2022, are politically exposed persons and unclaimed client money. So I think it's um, look out for those and I'm sure firms will be notified if they are expected to participate. OK,
0: so there's markers already laid down for those.
1: There are. There yeah, are, so OK. This space. So in general, the sorts of visits that licensees can expect to receive would be a full risk assessment. So that will look at analysing the firm's risks in relation to, and again, business model or strategy, governance, operational risks and and at times conduct. A financial crime risk assessment. So that will look to review and assess the appropriateness and effectiveness of the firm's policies, procedures and controls. And that's really looking at Schedule 3 of the Proceeds of Crime Law and the AML-CFT handbook. So so if a licensee
0: is to experience one of these visits, sort of what length of time should they expect? that I mean, you know, there's obviously a lead in time, but the commission actually being on site at their premises conducting you know the on-site
1: yeah so the visits themselves if um and as this this happens quite regularly if a firm was experiencing a full risk assessment and a full financial crime risk assessment they could probably expect the commission to be with them for in the region of four to five days so the, the best part of a week really uh, okay yeah so um, another type of visit which is slightly shorter could be a financial crime governance risk and compliance review um, so these are part more of the sort of engagement programme of visits as the Commission refer to them so they tend to be slightly smaller in scale and the amount of documents um, and information that are required in advance and then as you've already mentioned in the thematics. so they will be in relation to a very specific topic So, last year, for example, we know that the Commission undertook thematics on sanction screening and business risk assessments, amongst others. um, And they generally sort of involve the completion of questionnaires and potentially follow-up on-site visits as well. Um, And actually, finally, engagement meetings. So, these tend to be periodic meetings with directors or non-executive directors and they will discuss sort of general business matters. So maybe the strategy, progress against business plans or specific matters which may be affecting many firms or a certain sector, which has piqued the commission's interest. So those are the general types of visits that licensees can expect. Um, Lynn, have you got any thoughts around handling the documents that are requested at the point that, that someone's notified of the visit and thoughts about how those documents should be reviewed in advance? Yes, absolutely, I do. Um, th- so these are important documents. These are the documents that are
0: going to really demonstrate to the commission um, how your how your firm's systems and controls work, uh, and what the policies and procedures are, how you handle uh, certain things, and essentially how how you conform to and comply with the regulatory framework that that sits over your business. Um, so. You know, in terms of really practical tips, really carefully review that notification letter when it comes in um, and have a look at what is required to pre to be produced in the list of pre on-site materials. So do take care some materials may have different deadlines and um, so make a note of those um, and plan accordingly and then yeah you know, certainly for the bigger visits there can be A really broad scope of documents that you're required to produce. So, do think about how you're going to divide and conquer that list and spread that prep work amongst the team, at least in that collation phase. Um, Take into account any upcoming holiday periods or busy periods of work. Um, And then plan uh, a timetable on delivery and really think about can you factor in some time for review? Um, And certainly you know, don't leave the prep until the last minute. So take a really methodical approach to, to collating this material. Um, and so that you can sort of bring it together, review it as a first stage as a team, then deliver it up to the directors and have it ready with more than five minutes before the end to get it in, uh, uploaded onto the portal and in front of the GFSC. So you know that's first thing that they will really be seeing um, ahead of uh, the onsite. So first impressions count. If you do that process well,
1: you know you're really putting your, your best foot forward. Some really good tips then in, um, and making sure that you review everything. First impressions count as you say. Um, and, and this really is your last chance to review all pre-visit materials. Um, so, so just make sure as you say, to factor in enough time um, to review. Um, Then there's the all-important intervening period. So we know that that will again be in the region of sort of four to five weeks between having to deliver the um, documents to the Commission and obviously the the on-site itself. Um, I don't think we can overstate enough how important this intervening period is. This is, um, this is your chance to really, really prepare yourselves um, and, and put your best foot forward. So use this time well, I think it would be fair to say. Just so what, what would you propose, Sandra? How, how would you tackle? So you've you submitted your materials
0: to the commission and then as a firm, you've got you've got about four weeks, right? Roughly. Until yeah. the commission are coming on site. Yeah. And um, if everything is sort of running as a, as a sort of schedule to be expected. So what would you do? And um, if, you, if you were the Emily um, Robel, well, the director or both of the business. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, so first of foremost, I would prepare the staff. So um, you'll generally know even before you've been notified which staff are most likely to be interviewed. So prepare them, give them training. It can be a little bit daunting. Mm. So just just make sure that you've got staff comfortable in an interview, um, interview techniques and, and dress code. And, and again, just putting your best foot forward and making sure that you're, you're giving off the, the good impression that you'll want to for your firm. Um, brief uh, the relevant teams on any themes that are likely to arise so when you've been conducting your review before submission um, I'm sure you'll have identified some themes as you've been going through that process so brief the teams make sure that memories have been refreshed on any key matters um, which the commission may or may not raise and bear in mind they will have these these four weeks to review all of these minutes in great detail so you were you may have it could be a set of minutes from 12 months ago so it's easy for us all to to sort of forget detail when we're wrapped up in our day-to-day working lives so important sort of refresh memories um, and importantly, look back at any previous findings from the last on-site visit, if you've had one and you're, you're a firm that's been around for long enough. Um, that, that can be quite important just to sort of give you a sense of any action points that were maybe raised at the end of a previous visit. And again, just refreshing memories. I think um, another key thing is just follow up with the Commission on various matters. So, as I say, they will let you know in advance details of who they will want to meet with. But the sooner you can get that information... And the sooner you can understand the agenda for those meetings, the sooner you can prepare your staff. So do follow up with the commission on that. Um, and I think we're in quite a unique situation in in the Channel Islands in that we
0: generally are know our regulator well. We've got a good relationship with them. You know, I've spoken to to people in the UK who you know simply don't really know their supervisor at the FCA. Whereas here, you know, our children go to school together. And we bump into each other at various sports activities and things like that. So, you know, we know yeah, the regulators are real people. They're generally on the whole happy to have a conversation and ask, answer sensible questions you may raise.
1: They are. They're, they're approachable. Obviously, they have a job to do. But, yeah, absolutely. Sort of just keep those communication lines open with them um, at all times, really, not just in a, in a visit scenario. Make sure that you build up that rapport. Um, Let them know that you'll be having individuals come in to take um, minutes of of interviews, which I'm I'm sure they'll be fine with, but out of courtesy, let them know in advance. And also, the sooner they can give you the details of which client files have been selected, again, the the sooner you can prepare and get those ready, particularly if you'll want to provide uh, physical files rather Mm. than access to your systems, you may have to retrieve documents from an archive, for example, or just print reams and reams of paper off so well just make sure you give yourself enough time for that Um, and and also in that intervening period you can have a think about what systems you may want to give the commission access to in fact they they may insist on it in some cases so you can plan that in advance you can make sure that you've got usernames and passwords set up although be wary some providers will will charge for new users being set up so you might want to sort of limit um, the amount that you do Um, and make sure that someone's been allocated to disable that access after the on-site as well and have a look at the files the client files once you know who's been sampled and make sure that they're complete and that they contain all of the information that's been requested so again this goes back to your earlier point Lynn on reviewing the letter the, the notification letter reviewing the questionnaire and just making sure that everything that they've asked for from a client file point of view is indeed in those client files and, and just ask if there's any um, other requirements. So, for example, do you commission staff need parking for the course of the visit? Um, are there any special accessibility requirements? And make sure that you pre-book meeting rooms. I know, uh, certainly in the office that I work in, meeting rooms come at a premium, so book them well in advance so that you, you don't run out of room when they arrive. I think that I think that's really sort of helpful tips, Sandra. And and then the
0: on-site, the day to the on-site visit arrives. Um, and I think it's really important that um, you welcome the commission, um, that you take the time to give them the opportunity to run through how how the scope of the visit will happen, and that that they're introduced to uh, the key individuals. Um, you know, think about the housekeeping points, show them the facilities and the bathrooms. Um, introduce them to their chaperone who will look after them during the time of their visit, make sure that they um, have hot drinks and the Marks and Spencers biscuits. Um, And they know where the meetings rooms are that they're going to use and are given the Wi-Fi passwords and things like that. So just all of those simple steps that will make the visit much more comfortable for the commission and will hopefully make it much more smoother run for you as well.
1: Yeah, I I think those are some really valuable tips and if you've implemented any data security controls, so, for example, we talked earlier about physical files so just make sure that you again giving off that good impression. um, What's going to happen with those physical files overnight, is it maybe the chaperone that's been allocated the the responsibility to lock them away and bring them out first thing in the morning Um, and have a think about all of those sorts of things. And whilst they're here, as we know, they will conduct a series of interviews um, and that can be anything from interviewing directors right down to sort of more junior administrative staff. Have you got any thoughts then on how those interviews should be conducted? Yeah, I think this is absolutely critical now. Um, and,
0: and this is really sort of demonstrating to the commission how your business works and who, who's involved with it and what they know um, about their job and how they perform it. Um so Sandra, you already mentioned, you know, talk talk through with with everyone the materials that you've produced. Um, and so anyone who may be interviewed is familiar with with um, the materials that the commission have already asked for. Um, and then on the day, certainly um, yeah, it goes without saying be open and honest with the commission. That is a requirement. Um, be ready to answer a broad range of questions, be able to explain who you are, how you fit into the organization, and what your role is and and how your day-to-day job, um, it generally, you know, goes within a day and the sort of things that you're required to do. Um, And I think, you know, it's really important that the commission will have their own questions. They're likely to come with preformed list of questions when you're asked the question you know try not to answer off the cuff if it takes a moment for you to just sort of pause think about the question uh, before delivering the answer then do so and um, it's much better that you think about what you're being asked and ask, an answer. Uh, properly and accurately than than simply trying to sort of fire off a response to get the process over and done with that might not achieve the sort of best outcomes long term. Um, as I said, answer the questions truthfully with just the facts. So sort of there's no need to embellish, overstate, give opinions, uh, or get emotional. Um, and, and remember, the commission may ask you things during the interview Um, and certainly interviews can be stressful. They can feel pressured. Um, They may ask you to explain something and then say, well, can you show that to me? Can you, can you show me the checklist that you follow? Or or for example, so, you know, a really practical tip is take a notebook in. um, And then if, if a request is made, you can just jot that down. You're not relying on, Your memory that may be feeling a bit stressed at that time and you can you know deliver what you need to to the commission to to make sure
1: your experience is complete. Great okay so once the onsite's happened I think it would be fair to say that most visits will end with a closeout meeting um, I, I think probably any comments that are made by the Commission at this stage that they may not be binding and they, they may, may not feature in the final report at all. Um, nevertheless, take notes again, sort of going back to your point, um, take notes of any preliminary findings or things that may be mentioned um, at that meeting. And again, just probably to reiterate your point, Nin, just stick to the facts um, as it is, and, and hopefully the, the close up meeting will... Um, go smoothly. If it does transpire that the commission have misunderstood anything, perhaps during the course of the visit, now is a really, really good time to correct them and to demonstrate what, what in fact, the position is. So before the, the commission go back to their office and start drafting um draft reports, um, rather than waste everybody's time, it's a really good time to them um, to set the record straight.
0: I think that's right, Sandra. And and you know, the commission are humans, and sometimes you know they don't hear things. Uh, that you've said, or or they, you know, simply because they've missed the point, they were thinking about something else while you said it. So if they've simply misunderstood something, yeah, before, um, you know, a a point gets put in writing, which then, you know, there is a risk that at that point, people can sort of start taking positions and don't want to take, you know, narrative out out of draft reports and things like that. So if there is any, easy you know uh battle ways around misunderstandings well really that time in the closeout meeting is and immediately afterwards you know it might be that they've misunderstood something and you can just quickly send them something after the closeout meeting to say no in fact that's not correct this is what we do this is how we deal with things um but also i mean you're absolutely right in the in those closeout meetings you should then be getting a feel for where the commission thinks you you know, you do have strengths and
1: weaknesses, and um, so so really do listen very carefully. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's right. Um, after that meeting you then th- there is a sort of internal process at the Commission, um, we know that any draft reports will be tabled to their internal risk governance panel for review, Um, then you will receive that draft report so again that that really is your last opportunity to just correct any factual inaccuracies or, or misunderstandings at that point so make sure that you read the draft report very, very carefully. Um, and, and yeah, make, make sure that all the, all the right people are aware of the draft report just to make sure that it's, um, it's a true reflection of, of what you believe are the facts.
0: I agree. Um, and then you'll get your final report that may or may not contain your risk mitigation programme. Um, and I think, you know, th- this is coming, hopefully for you, coming to the end of the process. Do make sure that it's shared with all the board the NEDs um, and if there's any requirement to share it with groups that, that it's properly done so um, and that you're proactively dealing with that. Um, where there is a risk mitigation program just uh, I think it's imperative um, that you make sure any remediation work is dealt with properly and sort of with that in mind I, I, in terms of your regulatory responsibility you need to balance um, the need to be proactive um, and, and acting promptly against achievability so yeah you know, really sit down as a board have a look at you know what the risk mitigation program is what you're being asked to do and think you know we need to get on with this but what's a realistic time frame to do it in um, i'm sure the commission will listen very carefully to that um, And we'll want to keep track of how you're doing. And it's much more important that you set a proactive and achievable um, risk mitigation program (coughs) than sort of be over ambitious and simply don't don't, aren't able to meet the targets. And and you could find yourself in all sorts of trouble after that. Hopefully it'll never come to. No, indeed, but uh,
1: a helpful point nevertheless. Well, I think those are the key bits really that we touched on. Um, If anybody does want to reach out to us for further information, then um, our contact details are on the website. Thank you for listening. Brilliant. Great stuff. Bye-bye.